baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So let's talk about the kind of growth that we are seeing of the Hispanic community in our region in the past decade and, and, and why our region is, is, is attracting the Latino community in the first place. Yeah, yeah. I love to talk about this for many reasons, but we have um, around 3% population of Hispanics here in St. Louis. And it did grow in the last decade by about 15,000, but that's on the lower end of what I like to call our peer cities. So Kansas City had a growth of 30,000 Latinos. Nashville had a growth of 40,000. But it is growing. And the population growth that we did experience in St. Louis came from the Latino population and the Asian population. So, um, you know, we're seeing that. It's a younger population. We want them to come to St. Louis. I mean, the St. Louis Mosaic Project is all about attracting and retaining and we're marketing the region as being welcoming to immigrants to the foreign born. And of course, that does include, pardon me, Latinos. And so, you know, we have a small-ish community here and it is dispersed. So um, there's not one central place that you can necessarily point to and say that's where the Latinos live. I mean, Cherokee Street and, and part of South Grand is certainly where many of the businesses are, but now St. Charles is seeing a big growth. And um, so, you know, we want we want more people to come. And those that do come, whether they came here because they were transferred with a company or they've come here to study, they when they find other Latinos, it's they're just and, and of course, the quality of life of St. Louis. They love it. What uh, can we do to make ourselves more welcoming? And can we identify challenges that uh, they may have in coming here? I think, you know, a big challenge. Again, we're competing with like these bigger cities, right? Like mm. Chicago. And But what we know in working with uh, Ness Sandoval, who's a demographer and a uh, professor at St. Louis University, is we know that Bigger cities like Houston, Chicago, Dallas, Fort Worth are losing Latinos, right? Because like a lot of people in big cities, they're looking for a better quality of life. They're looking for jobs. And so um, we, we, you know, we want them to come here. I think the challenge is low awareness of St. Louis, as I think we all know. I mean, we, along with our economic development partners, are doing a lot to tell the story of St. Louis. And I will say that we have started a pilot program. Um, it's a it's a campaign that's very, very directed to Latinos in those cities that are leaving. We want them to come to St. Louis. We don't want them to go to Nashville. We want them to know about St. Louis. And so it's a it's a pilot campaign, very, very targeted to Latinos in those markets, 21 to 40 people who are work authorized. Um, we want them to come here. It's called STL Parati, St. Louis for You. And so it's it's that it's shining a light on the Latinos that are here. Um, it's also, I think, uh, this is just an ongoing you know issue, and I think um, other ethnic groups can say that it's also challenging the perception of the the Latino. You know, we're not all uh, the same. The diaspora includes you know many, many, many different countries, 
where people speak Spanish. The Latinos that are here are largely professionals, um, the you know, the professional class. And so it's really just creating awareness about that um, and working with companies like we do. Many have employee resource groups specifically dedicated to Latino employees, to Asian employees, to LGBTQ employees, to, you know, affinity groups, if you will. And, you know, so we're doing more with those ERG groups at Emerson and other companies to really, um, again, shine the light on the Latinos that are there and and hopefully reach people in other markets to say, okay, I'm going to come to St. Louis. I'm going to check it out. And when they get here, as we know, in talking to newcomers, they are just blown away by what they find. I have to ask you about some things that are in the in you know headline news uh, right now. Border states, mm-hmm. um, Texas for one for sure, um, shipping immigrants to Democrat-run cities. Can you say what you think about that, and then how the chamber addresses? Really, the need, which has been decades, the need for improvements to the legal immigration process in the United States. Right. And it's a it's a very broken system, you know, as we know. I mean, the Hispanic Chamber is for and about Hispanic businesses. Mm-hmm. We have a new president, Eduardo Platon, who is doing a lot of, you know, new interesting things and reaching out to elected officials and business owners and community leaders. Um you know, we, I mean, it, it is, it's a shame to see what's happening at the border. We, um, the St. Louis Mosaic Project doesn't work on immigration um, issues per se. You know, we are focused on the work authorized uh, immigrant, the foreign born individual who comes to St. Louis. We certainly know and support many of the other immigrant service provider groups that are here to help people that may come um, who aren't documented. Um you know, and so we we would send them. You know, we would send them to those organizations. But I think um, it's about, you know, it is about welcoming, but it's also about, um, you know, making sure that the people that get here find what they need and help them get to where they need to go next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.